Ashley Addict. Hey, um, uh, so my clean day is July 31st, 2020. Um, I was born and raised in Saginaw, Michigan. Um, it's kind of by Flint, if that helps. Um, so I guess like where I would say my story starts is um, very early on. Um, I was just, I had this overwhelming sense of like uncomfortability, like in my skin at a really early age. Um, just being like really young and not feeling like okay at home or okay with myself. Um, I grew up um, with both parents being addicts. Um, we grew up in kind of like, you know, the city was kind of like a rougher part of town, um, really poor. And um, it was like just really chaotic in my household. Um, my dad was like a really mean drunk. So I witnessed and experienced like a lot of like violence in the house. And um, my mom was bipolar and um, had borderline personality. And so it was just like, just chaotic, you know, like all the time. And so I didn't feel like comfortable at home. Um, but I also like didn't feel like comfortable outside of home either. Like, you know, like it was crazy at home, but like, that's what I was kind of like used to. Um, so like being at school wasn't easy either. Um, like I just didn't, I just couldn't like really function around people. And um, like, it just got worse. I think like, as I got older, you know, like my parents split up, which was like, which is all right. Cause I kind of like was like terrified of my dad. So I was like, okay, like I don't have to be around him as much, but um, <clears throat> my mom like struggled to support us. So like some like even more poor in high school, um, like uh, really bad anxiety, um, you know, I'm really emo. So like that doesn't help me like in school like at all. Um, and I just like, I can't figure out how to be around people and be comfortable. Um, so like in high school and middle school, like I like find like drinking and smoking and like uh, Xanax and stuff. And like that works for me, you know, like, um, like, I don't have to really, like, be present, you know, because, like, I don't want to die, but I also don't, like, want to have to experience life either, so, like, that combination of things, like, really worked for me for a while. Um, I graduate high school, and I'm getting into college, and I'm starting, like, doing opiates and stuff by then, um, and I kind of just, like, climb up that opiate ladder until like, you know, like doing Dilaudids and Opanas and stuff um, until like it kind of like doesn't make any sense to continue to do pills and you're like, heroin's just like the next logical choice, you know, of course. Um, and I'm still like going to college and stuff and like I'm really holding on to like, I'm in college, I'm doing well, like I'm in honors and like really hanging on to that. Like I can function in school. So like, I don't have a problem, there's like no there's no reason for me to have to get clean. Like why? Like this seems like to be working just fine. Um, until I get to a point where it's like not working, you know, I'm either um, withdrawing so I can't like make it to class or I'm like getting too high, like in the bathroom at school and like nodding out in class. Like there's like no in between for me. So it's like, I'm behind, I can't catch up in school. Um, and I kind of realized, okay, like I, I probably should go to treatment because like, you know, my whole family knows at this point. Um, so I go to treatment for a couple months in Michigan and um, my whole like 
thing was like, I was just there to like get off heroin. Like that was all I needed to do. Um, everything else I could do just fine. It was heroin that I really had a problem with. Um, so I do that for a couple months, uh, get home and like the day after I get home, I relapse. Um, and I do that for a few months um, and it gets progressively worse always. Um, you know, and I had disregarded a lot of things like I disregarded that I was always broke, you know, um, that I was borrowing money from people, lying to them, manipulating people, um, that, you know, I was doing drugs like in the bathroom at school, like that's fine. Um, disregarding like I was doing, you know, smoking crack and like meth things like I never thought like I would do. It's like, those are like dirty drugs. Like I'll never do that. Um, but I did, and um, it was just, I had reached a point where like my family was just like sick of me, like lying and like just willing to do whatever, you know, to stay high. And so I came back out here for treatment. Um, well, I came out here for the first time um, for treatment in California, cause I realized like, I'm not gonna do treatment again in Michigan cause it sucks. So it'll probably be way better in California and I'll probably get it this time. And um, I go to Costa Mesa and uh, I hate it. And I leave after three weeks and um, I use for a few days and I like get into another place. Cause like, I didn't tell my family I left. So I like was like, oh, I just like, you know went to a transitioned over to a different place, you know like, so they didn't know I left, um, which worked, I guess. Um, and at this point, like, I'm like, I can't like keep on like lying to people and uh, like I just, my life is kind of chaotic right now. Like I, I miss my dog. Like, I think like that was a big thing. Like I just, I miss like having a place. I hated being in like weird treatment centers with a bunch of crazy people. Um, like it was just, just wasn't really what I wanted. So I think I just kind of like surrendered at that point. Like, like clearly like I have to like do something different. Like this whole like, just getting off of heroin is like not going to work for me like like there's there's obviously like a core issue here so i like uh started doing meetings and like this is like mid-covid so it's all like on zoom where i find my sponsor an na sponsor and um like she is great you know she would come she's like in the la area she'd drive down um to see me in dana point and um, when I was in sober living, she'd come pick me up and we'd go to meetings out in LA and she'd bring me back, you know, like she really like made me feel like a priority and that like recovery was important and it was like worth the work, which like I had never really experienced that. Like, you know, like the recovery scene out here is like a lot different than like back home. Like it's really just like not as big of a deal there. Like it's just kind of like oh, you can get clean if you want. If not, it's fine too, I guess. And like out here, it's like, there's just like a community of people that like kind of like really live it, you know, and make you feel like that's that's all right. And like, like this is like a lifestyle that you should really aim for. Um, and so, um, you know, I try to like stay consistent with my sponsor. Like I try to call her pretty much every day and like write her a gratitude list. Um, every night and um, you know like today I have eight months clean um, 
I'm about to graduate with my bachelor's because I could like finally get back into school, you know, and actually like do it. Um, you know, I'm maintaining like relationships with people. Like I actually like want to like talk to people now and like can talk to people. Um, you know, it, it's crazy, you know, but like the program does work and like you just have to find somebody um, who basically, you know, kind of the saying like find somebody who has what you want and like, you know, take recommendations from them and like let them like, you know, help you and, um, you know, it works, but yeah, thank you.